Welcome to CW Hip Hop, your home for Wisconsin hip hop. I'm your host, DJ Bank. Joining me this week, I have Red the Rapper coming up from the Dells here. What up, what up, what up? Uh, why don't you go ahead right at the top here, shout out your social, shout out where everybody can uh, listen to your music here. What up, what up? It's your boy, Red the Rapper, man. Look, uh, you can follow me on Instagram at uh, Red the Rapper for real, the number four, and real. Uh, TikTok, Red the Rapper for real. Facebook, Red, last name, The Rapper, or you can just go on Google and Google Red, The Rapper, all one word, no spaces, R-E-D-D-T-H-E-R-A-P-P-E-R, and you're going to see everything I'm on from streaming to, to, to everything. That's it. There you go. Yeah, we'll have him take down all our posts as well, so make sure you guys check out him and his music. Uh, we are going to have a couple announcements here. This is episode 120. Uh, we want to thank our sponsors for sponsors for helping make this possible. We have Hollywood Recording Company. They have built a premier recording studio in Chippewa Valley. It's about 10 minutes north of Eau Claire. Their, their slogan is small town, big sound. And uh, you can follow them right now on Instagram at Hollywood Recording Company. That's H-A-L-L-I-E, Wood Recording Company. Message them, let them know that CW Hip Hop sent you and then also schedule your uh, time to go tour the studio. He did a great job on it, thought about everything over there. So definitely recommend you guys check that out. Also, thank you to Chop Shop Barbershop in Plover, Wisconsin. You guys can stop by there for a unique experience while getting a fresh haircut. Schedule your next appointment with a link on our homepage at cwhiphop.com. Follow them on Instagram at Chop Shop Barbershop. Uh, they have a cool garage theme uh, barbershop over there. So definitely check that out. And then also tell them CW Hip Hop sent you to receive the best experience. Also, thank you to Tracy Jankowski, Some Music Boss, and DK. They're our Patreon listener tiers. They're getting a 10% discount on our shop at cwhiphop.com slash shop. Um, and then also, if you want to join them, we'll shout you out on every live DJ and podcast, and you'll get that discount as well. Go to patreon.com slash cwhh today. We do have the question for our IGTV chat. We will be uh, mentioning it here real quick. Uh, you have a little bit of time to answer, but this week it is, which do you prefer? Do you prefer as a listener or an artist? Uh, it can be for either or a solo track or a track with a feature on it. Let us know. We'll get you written down and uh, shout your answer out here on the live DJ. We go live every Sunday at 5 p.m. You can join us on Instagram, or if you're listening back on a pre-recording, uh, you can go down in the comments, uh, swipe up on um, Spotify. You can actually put your answer in there as well. Appreciate all the engagement. It does help us push to a bigger audience here. Next, we want to thank Garkey Global. He has all of your media needs covered from custom graphics, new logos, cover arts, photography, videography, music videos, drone footage, and much more. Check out his YouTube channel at Garkey Graphics and follow him on Instagram at Garkey Global. Also, thank you to our most recent sponsor, Hollywood, uh, Hollywood Entertainment down in Milwaukee. They help with a lot of different forms of art from uh, music, movies, all that down in Milwaukee. So appreciate you so much for helping us out here. And uh, we do have our new Wisconsin hip hop playlist that we update on Apple Music, Spotify. You guys can check out the links in our bio for that but we want to shout out some of the songs on here um we have big Savo with swear i do primrose with come on dustin warbear with not saying johnny franchino with single dead bass with high as a bitch that's coming out on the 29th of september dubsack with 30 hours that's coming out on the 29th of september dustin warbear with seven on the 29th as well dubsack with little buddy that's coming out on the 30th love ego with uh-oh coming out on friday the 13th in october prism with king of the hill coming out on friday the 13th as well dubsack with jennifer and stacy on friday the 13th and dubsack closing out his dubtober with soap opera that's coming out on the 27th of october we do have our interview with red this week we are going to be having david lopez come in for his interview october 8th so make sure you guys are here for that that's going to be two sundays from now we have a couple of concerts we want to let you know about we have friday september 29th at 9 p.m the base market show will be presenting artists like too high keba zeus rlr and tay 23 they're going to be at the falcon bowl in milwaukee 18 plus event and ten dollars at the door for that show 
Friday, September 29th at 6 p.m., Midwest Mix-Up will be presenting Ritz. They're going to have opening acts from Noble, Noble Poets, Dustin Warbear, Ace Wild, and many more. It's going to be at the Annex in Madison, 18-plus event, and it's $27 at the door for that show. A ton of other concerts as well you guys can check out on our website, cwhiphop.com concerts. And uh, make sure you go to one before the, the year's over here. They're a lot of fun, great networking opportunity if you're an artist yourself. Um, and then also, if you want to get on a show, reach out to some of them that we have presented on there as well. Uh, but that's all we got for announcements. Let me see here quick. Did we get any answers last minute? Okay, we got Capo. Write you down here. Oh, God, the pen died. There we go. All right, anybody else here? Doesn't look like it, but appreciate you putting your answer in there. We got a lot of great answers this week. The question this week is, which is... Which do you prefer as a listener or an artist making music? Do you prefer a solo track or a track with a feature on it? Starting off with some music boss, he said feature. Killing lyrics always with feature. Koski with feature. Title frown with solo. YVSTWF with feature. Big Savo with solo. Caden with solo. Mega Vegas with feature. Capo with feature. Red, what you put for your answer here? Solo. Solo. Why are you picking a solo track? Just because um, solo, you got more control over it. Um, and also, you, you can just you can do what you want to on the track. You ain't got to wait for uh, another guy. Kind of feature kind of slow you up most of the time, too. So that's my big thing on why I can't do a feature. Yeah, yeah. I prefer not to do a feature. I got to agree with you there. Sometimes a solo can slow it down. Yeah. Uh, a feature on the track can slow it down. So a solo, I definitely prefer. Sometimes, too, it's like you get dragged out with more of your thought you got more to say on it um it can definitely show more on the artist side uh for as like a listener side of it um what do you got for yours uh your answer over here uh definitely gonna go with solo solo yeah yeah and you said as a producer it's just easier to mix yeah that and then you also got the whole fact of you know um what was it busta and eminem had this problem that you bust put out 16 bars and then eminem sent back 36 and then bust had to send back 44 and you know, just went back and forth and it just stretched it out so long and then it would finally it was like come on now <laughs> yeah you know so it, it it it's stuff like that and you know, different sounds from different studios so, so if you're going to do a feature do the feature in the same setup see in the same studio bring them in the same sound yeah you know but uh honestly i, I think the solos are good Mm -hmm. on the business side yeah def i think overall most people can agree doing it yourself without another person involved makes it much much easier but yeah appreciate it oh we have tr1 here answering uh feature as well dj tungsten uh with a solo track can with a feature can be a banger yes i'm gonna say though we're gonna go with a solo because i think on there most people lean one way or another they're going solo but we did have kind of a split answer here so appreciate everybody who did put their answers in the chat like i said we go live every sunday at 5 p.m here on instagram we have a new question every week you guys can join in or if you're listening back on a pre-recording soundcloud spotify um youtube instagram wherever put it in the comments we do appreciate all the engagement there as well but uh that's all we got for announcements here i think we are ready for the interview are you ready red yeah i'm ready all right all right <clears throat> let's pull it up here so starting off here um all the way down there. Welcome to ENT Studio. You drove up here from Wisconsin Dells. Um, how was the drive up here? It was cool. Yeah, I had slept a little bit. It was cool. Yeah, <laughs> I came straight from work. Brian don't stop. Yeah, that makes it hard when you're doing doing the forty hours uh, on top of this. Um, so, how are you feeling coming into this interview? Is this your first in person interview? Uh, for a while, yeah, yeah. Actually, yeah, because I've been doing um virtual interviews because of COVID and stuff like that. So, yeah, it's my first in person. Okay, all right. So we're going to start off with our one of, I think, our most important questions, and that's how did you come up with your alias, Red the Rapper? 
first I was calling myself um, D Red, um, and my uncle, uh, my uncle Chris. Every time he like introduced me to somebody, he'll be like, "This is my nephew, the rapper. This is my nephew, the rapper." Every single time, I'm like, "I'm gonna just go ahead and add that to the end of my name," and. Red the rapper. I was like, first it was D Red the rapper. Then I'm like, no, nah, I'm gonna drop the D and just go with Red, cause it'll make people be like, why is Black calling himself Red? <laughs> the first thing I'm like, just it's my name and that's what it is. And I, I am a rapper. That's what I do. So, Red it, the it, rapper. It ties it up with Bo and nobody, no questions asked. No they know questions exactly asked. what it is. Um, so, if this is somebody's first introduction to you as an artist, how would you describe the music that you make? Um, I'll say different. In my own in my own zone, I'm, uh, I got my own style. Uh, I just got a title actually. Uh, they wrote an article. This um, vibrant wrote an article, and they said I was an alternative hip hop artist, and I never heard that that uh, that term before. And I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna go with that because I, I am kind of alternative with the uh, even with the dub sack feature mm-hmm. that I got. You heard that? I'm like, it is kind of alternative, so I'm gonna go with that. So I'll say my style is alternative hip hop. Okay. All right. Now, what year would you say you started making music or your music journey kind of started and who or what inspired you? Um, it started a long, long, long time ago. Uh, I was first inspired by uh, Master P. No lie, I was mm-hmm. young and I learned his story and how he got on. And ever since I heard how he got on, I wanted to be on that way. Like, I wanted to be independent, my own everything, doing everything. But at the same time, I was thinking like, I want a label to go with them for a minute, then I'm gonna come back and still be independent. You know, just I ain't I ain't have it together, but most of all, back back when I was a kid, like 12, Master P, he was my number one inspiration, made me want to do music, and I started like you know doing little talent shows as a kid. That's the kid stuff you do, make music with your friends, mm-hmm. little stuff like that. Wasn't real serious with it until um, three years ago, 2020, when I got with the uh, on the business side of it more and learn about publishing and your uh, owning your writers and your creators and stuff like that and how you can get paid to just perform things, different things like that on the business side of that, so. All right. Now, when you started making music, did you have a goal in mind? Yeah, I wanted to, um, honestly, I, I, I always said, give me like one to three and I'm gone. I ain't gonna even lie to you. I'm <laughs> like, give me like one to three, I'm gone. I'm gonna go invest that money and flip that money, I'ma start all type of businesses, I'ma change lives. Like I don't even wanna I don't even want no five or ten, but like I just wanna see now what I can get up out of it. But my goal was at first to always be independent though and and have a brand that like that fits me, like that's unique, that stands out. When you think about it, you'll think about like, oh that's red. I know who that is. Like you'll see NBF like that's red. I know who that is. In the door. Um that was always my goal, and, and and I accomplished that. That was like a small goal. I accomplished that because now it's nothing but family entertainment. Mm-hmm. I am Red the Rapper. Y'all know who I am. Y'all know my song's doing, you know what I'm saying, doing good. Uh, so, um, yeah, that was my, my, my main goal. So I guess I accomplished that already. So do you want to be like a serial entrepreneur, kind of starting up multiple things, or is it just that independence thing that kind of it's I, I mainly want to I do want to start a bunch of a bunch of different entrepreneur uh, projects like um, it's going to be mainly entertainment still though like probably movies you know what I'm saying things like that's why it's nothing but family entertainment anything in the entertainment field yeah I do I want to be more behind the scenes though that's mm-hmm. what I really want to do I really want to be more behind the scenes and just 
direct everything. Yeah. Run everything. I think that's a good goal to have with it. Um, as you were growing up, what kind of music did you hear playing around you? And do you think these artists had an impact on the music you make today? Yeah, most definitely. Uh, my pops used to always play Too Short. That's an uh, inspiration to me. I know I'm probably showing my age saying that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, too Short, uh, NWA. Um, all the stuff my pops used to listen to, and I kind of grew up listening to it. Uh, he listened to Snoop Dogg, a lot of West Coast he listened to, so I was inspired by a lot of Nate Dogg, Tupac, Snoop Dogg, um, some Chicago artists too, Spice One, D.A. Smart, guys like that. Um, that's what I heard around me as a, as a youngin' coming up. Do you think one of those specifically had an impact on what you make today? Or just kind of a... A jumble it's of it. Probably, it's probably a jumble of it all, but I'll say uh, I'll say Snoop more than anything. Snoop mostly. Okay. So who are your top three artists in any genre? Could be currently, could be all time. I'm gonna kind of leave it open. Man, that's hard when you put it like that. I know right now it's Don Tripp up in Memphis. You know, saying shout out to Don Tripp. He independent, but he one of the top artists, uh, top independent artists. Uh, Don Tripp. I gotta get that to him. Um, then I'm gonna say uh, at the Don Trip. Man, that, that, that's a hard question. That's actually a hard question. At the Don Trip, I'm gonna go with uh, I'm gonna say Lil Wayne. Mm, good answer. Cause I definitely grew up listening to Wayne, and I was just saying that Wayne still inspired me because he's still rapping like he owned me. He made me still want to be on my on my on my P's and Q's. So. Definitely Lil Wayne in the door, Lil Wayne, and uh, and I think I'm gonna throw it up in the in the air and say Ed Sheeran. Ed Sheeran. He's a freaking awesome artist, bro. Okay. He's a amazing artist, bro. That's a that's a goal too. If I can get a song with Ed Sheeran, man. <laughs> He's I'm, dabbling man, in rap a little more lately. Bro, man. It's possible. Hey, we'll put it out there. Manifest that. Straight up. So we're gonna look at some of your early music here, uh, your early uh, music career too. So your First, we're going to look at SoundCloud. Uh, your description reads, hailing from Chicago, Southside, born and raised in Inglewood, CEO of Nothing But Family Entertainment. I'm a family guy to the core. I don't promote uh, violence. So your first song you were able, uh, you posted and that I was able to find online was released June 23rd, 2020, uh, 2012, titled Higher, featuring Breezy Bambino, released actually only to your SoundCloud. The description of this one reads, first single off my upcoming debut mixtape, Against all odds, what can you tell us about this track of yours? Oh man, that's dang! You just took me back, bro. That was that time when, like I said, all I thought all I thought was you just had to put music on the internet and somebody hit it. I ain't know the business side. Uh, that was like thirteen years ago. Um, yeah, that's wild. it was a song by my boy Breezy Three Six Five. He's a freaking amazing artist, man. I wish I could find that dude, man. Um, he had a, a track called Higher and. Um, I was in a group called um, GMB Crazy at the time. It's tatted on my arm, actually. That's crazy. Uh, we had a song out called Jack and Jeans Boots or whatever, and I was about to work on my, uh, my we was all working on solo mixtapes, and then my mixtape was gonna be called Against All Eyes. It never came out, it never happened. It was I was just, gonna say, I didn't see yeah, it. Yeah, <laughs> it was just that song, but uh, yeah, that was, that was, yeah, that was just some, like making music in your homeboy crib, put it on SoundCloud, put it on YouTube. That's all we knew how to do at the time, like I said. Uh, and hope it would have blew, you know what I'm saying? So, so was this your first ever track, or did some get removed before that? Some got removed okay. before that. My first ever track was—I uh, don't think I remember my first ever track. 
that I recorded. Actually, uh, my first ever track. Yeah, some got removed. Uh, I think it was called uh, No Booty. My first ever track that I recorded was No Booty. She ain't got no booty on wanna hell no. Yeah, <laughs> my first ever track. <laughs> so from that first track to the uh, higher one, how many would you say were between there? Like I guess seven or eight of them. Seven or eight. Okay. I won't really. I won't really doing it too much like that. All right. What did your setup look like during this first track or these first few ones? Do you remember what kind of equipment you were using, where you were recording in? Uh, we had a we had a, a desktop computer with a big screen at the time. Uh, it was like 2008. We had a desktop computer with the big screen. My homeboy had the uh, the mic taped up into the closet but it was going into the closet and he had a, a stocking and a hanger <laughs> for the pop filter but it worked though you know what i'm saying it worked and it looked nice for us like for especially for our first setup uh and it was a curtain that that came down and he had a pillow up over the uh over the mic to do the best he can to catch the sound yeah yeah it was a super super duper home setup <laughs> All right, so looking at your next track release, uh, On Me, and it dropped November 24th, 2018, so jump from the 2012 here. The description reads, first track I recorded when I got out, got Spongebob on the ad-libs. What can you tell your fans about this track? Man, I'm trying to, I'm still trying to get the, um, get the rights for that, for that song, me and dude, like, going back and forth in the email. That was a song, um... It was called On Me. It had the sample with SpongeBob when he was like, stepping on the beach, stepping, mm. stepping on the beach. So I just like, switched it up and I'm like, snapping on the beat, red snapping on the beat. Um, I actually freestyled that track because um, I had the hook. So once I had the hook already, like, I'm just going to go after the hook. Uh, I was fresh out of jail, actually. You can hear it up in the, up in the track. A uh, couple of guys, you know, like, switched on me, turned on me. I was only gone for like two weeks and they switched up fast so i was kind of like up on that track like just letting them feel it it wasn't even, it wasn't a diss or nothing it was just like hi i'm back like and y'all ain't stopped nothing now watch this like i wish i can uh get that song i can't even promote it or play it or nothing like that because i ain't trying to you know what i'm saying go through the legal action yeah. me and him going me and him talking up in the emails or whatever right now because i'm trying to get that track for sure for sure uh, this next track was released on the same day, actually, titled Flexing On Them Like Biceps. So we uh, played this one on the live DJ here. Um, it was actually released to Spotify then later, October 14th, 2020. The track has two in the front of it, like um, like, like it's a part of a project, so like two, period, and then the track title on there. Uh, the description states that this song is aimed at all the haters mad because you doing you. Uh, what should the listener know about this song? And was it a part of a project? Uh, no, that was just a single. Um, okay. I heard that beat. I heard that beat, and I instantly went to flexing on, flexing on like biceps, and it was just like a song about just uh, at that time. That's what we call like flexing, like just turning up on them, showing out, showing they can't stop you, flexing on your haters, like flexing on them. You know, whatever you gotta do to flex on them, showing them you on top. And so it was just a song about just yeah, that was it, flexing. Them. But now, when I redropped the song in twenty twenty. Um, the song now is like kind of like a workout song. Everybody's mm -hmm. making reels to the song, and they you know doing curls and working out, lifting weights. So now that's the that's the whole demographic I'm aiming for right now. So, and it's going to be on my album that's coming out, um, worth the wait, the red album. Okay, releasing 11, 22, 23. I'm definitely gonna put that up on there because it's organically already 
doing numbers, so I might as well make sense to put it up on there. So you're you're using older music and re-releasing it. Do you feel like that's important to like re-promote or keep pushing that the past work that you have? Yeah, because especially if it was a hit and if it was, it was a great idea. Like I got songs right now that I'm still thinking about that I wrote when I was 16 that I want to release now that I can release and I got the power to release them. And I was like, because uh, um, I seen the interview one time when Kanye West first came out. I seen the interview. Um, he was probably out for like seven years. So I want to say it was about oh seven oh eight when i seen this interview so like he's out about four years five years he said he ain't write nothing the first four or five years he was in the game it was all old he's like he thought about he like his longevity i'm like bro that makes so much sense especially if it was a hit why not re-bring it back out like um flexing on him i released it in 2020 and then what it was 2018 but the song got made in 2014. oh really yeah i Damn. made that song in 2014 i'm, I'm going because i knew it was a hit i'm like i'm going re-release this when I can put it out there like so yeah I think it's very important if you got old songs that nobody ever heard but you and like maybe 50 of your people the world ain't here so why not put it out if it was a hit you know what I'm saying so yeah that's very important and it's longevity up in this game too so yeah and if you make good music timeless music I mean yeah. there's never a bad time to re-release it for sure uh, so on the same day you released death to drill music uh, the description reads this track strictly takes shot at all the drill rappers promoting violence what do you want to add to this track man and I'm still I'm still standing on there and I was the first rapper to if you go look at the video it's a video on YouTube too it's off the mob deep getaway track um and I freestyled that. I freestyled that whole track. I am the freestyle king. I don't care what nobody say. Let me put that out there. You know what I'm saying? I'll write a hook, everything off the top of my mind. Just give me a track. But Depth of Drill music was just like exactly what it's saying. I wasn't scared to say it. Everybody was telling me too, like, it's going to put a little dent. Because I kind of had a little wave going when I um, when I uh, made that track. And they said, it's going to put a dent. You drop that, bro, and do it. Because I dropped that song in 2018. And I'm like, it's messing the game up right now. Like, it's killing everybody, taking all the good artists, good people, even innocent people. Like, it's, it's, this, this all rap is about. If you only dissing and you saying this about this person and you smoking this person, stop rapping. That's what I said in Death of It was like, if that's all you can rap about, stop rapping. Because we ain't talking about that. You know what I'm saying? I was saying stop calling Chicago Chirac because it's not that. Like, it's Chicago. But... Y'all need to go look that up on YouTube. Definitely drill music. Read the rap of the video. Definitely y'all. I was all up in Inglewood. I was up over there up on um, Kings, Rabbit, Old Block, uh, where I'm originally from. I don't be trying to even claim that because I don't want nobody to say I'm using them for clout or nothing like that. And plus, they got too much stuff surrounding them anyway. I want my talent to say and talk for me. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. Yeah. That's what Death of Drill music was about, though. It was just Death of Drill music. Take I was the stand. first rapper saying it. Let that be known. It was 2018. Now, now they saying I stand with them. And shout out to y'all for pushing the peace. You know what I'm saying? That's what's up. But I was the first rapper. I'm on Soldier Boy stuff right now. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So then three, day late, uh, three days later, November 27th, 2018, you released My High. The description reads, this is a universal song for all the stone, stoners and drinkers. Uh, Definitely a smoking song, late night, chill vibe uh, on this one. Uh, this would be actually your first upload to Spotify on October 1st, 2020. What should the listener know about this track? And what made you decide to put onto a platform bigger than like SoundCloud or YouTube? Or uh, because everybody that heard it, they was like, man, bro, that's my song. Like that, that please don't blow. Every time I hit it, I, they, every time I grow up on me, I turn it on and roll up. So I'm <laughs> like, man, I'm going to go and put out. It is a universal song and it's 
every I mean marijuana is universal. Everybody smoking marijuana and, and I'm sure nobody wants to be blown <laughs> when they're smoking. So it's like, hey, I just smoke, man. I'm blowing my hat, get out of my face. Like definitely a chill vibe. Uh and I definitely have to put that out there because it's it's I mean, everybody loves a song, why not? Yeah. And it's universal. That's one of those songs you can play ten years from now because Nobody gonna want their hat blown. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, you know it's gonna be around for a bit. Straight up. Uh, March eighth, twenty twenty. You release "Stack It and Invest." Uh, this is actually there's a sole hashtag on this track. It's made with Spire. Um, what is that? And then is there anything you want to add to this track? I saw it on a couple other of your SoundCloud tracks. Yeah, Spire is a um, Spire is a uh, um, it's a software that I use to record. Okay. Um, it's for Apple. It's for Android. Also, I use it. Uh, it's it's pretty much like mixing for guys like me who don't know how to mix. They literally put the the, the mixing cues up there as numbers one, two, three, four, mm. so you can see what you're doing. Um, that's why I record uh, most of my music on too. Uh, that's why I just put made with Spire just to help them promote. Um, that's something I do. I always try to help people promote hashtag, get that algorithm going. You know what I'm saying? Things like that. Uh, <laughs> But uh, yeah, that song uh, was freestyle too. If you listen to it, you will see, you'll hear I said, no, nah, I ain't write this. Freestyle King, nope. Mm-hmm. I try to say it on every track so y'all can know. Uh, but it was just saying I was back. It was pretty much called Stacking and Invest. Like the hook was like, Red, where you been at? Where you been at? I've been getting money making the stack, stacking and invest, investing where's that? Like trying to bring something different to the game than the stealing, drilling, and killing. Like, we can rap about stacking and investing and having stocks and having yeah. your own businesses, things like that too, uh, which I also rap about <laughs> up in there, having my own business. And ADs, maintenance and more, make sure y'all holler us for all y'all maintenance needs. Uh, <laughs> here at the plug there. Uh, but yeah, that's all that, that was about, letting them know I'm back. Right. Uh, the next track that I want to talk about is Up and Down Pogo, and I think it's just shortened to Pogo, right? Yeah. Okay. Um, it's got the produced uh, by Track Surge. Uh, released September 22nd, 2020 on SoundCloud and October 2nd to Spotify. You put in the description that all the bad bitches bouncing ass to this one, and it definitely I think you hit that on the head there. Um, <laughs> what can you tell fans about this track and what inspired it? Man, that track right there is a party starter. That's all I'm going to say. If you want to get the party jumping, I definitely recommend you put on Red the Rapper Pogo. Every time I perform that song, it go up. And then it's doing numbers. I did a video up at Chubby. Shout out to Chubby's, the owners out there letting me come through and use the girls and use the scenery. It was lit. Uh, I got about 23,000 views on YouTube, over nice. 100,000 up on Spotify and Apple and everything. Um, uh, I think like seven to 8,000 up on um, SoundCloud. Uh, that's a party starter produced by my boy Track Surge. It's a Chicago legend, too. Um, if you don't know Track Surge and you're from Chicago, you're from the Midwest, you need to stop rapping. Uh, produced by Track Surge. Uh, he also let me uh, get that track like uh, three years ago. Um, and when I heard it, I'm like, that's what instantly came in my head. Like, shotty, 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 going crazy. You know, like that lyric. I'm like, ooh, I like that. I'm like, I like that. Let me go ahead and go with that. And that's that's what it was. I'm like, I got to come with something different, though. I'm like up and down like a 6 foot. Well, up and down, up and down. I'm like, Pogo, that's different. Mm. I'm like, because you're bouncing up and down, up and down, up and down on the Pogo. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, that's how that came about. Hey, it works. It and works. And I'm re-releasing that on my album, too. I, I say, got I to because that. it's still doing numbers. It's still going crazy. It's still up on the radio at Chicago 773. Shout out to DJ Malone. You know what I'm saying? Spinning that. Um, nice. It's definitely going to be on the album, though. Worth the wait, 11 22 23 
Them the only two songs I'm releasing on there. Uh, flexing on them like Biceps and Pogo. Other than that, y'all getting 11 fresh tracks. Uh, the first two tracks that were uploaded to your Spotify were on October 1st, 2020. The previous mention, um, Don't Blow My High, and then Beat Up or Blicked. Uh, what can you tell us about this track? I don't even want to talk about that one too much. But, okay. Um, yeah, we can. Those were was really the first a, yeah, That was a diss track. I don't want to talk about too much no. this. And it was a diss track. I'm just not going to say the person's name, but um, it was a diss track aimed at somebody that uh, that I knew that's up in the game or whatever. Um he threw some shots, so I'm like, I'm gonna throw some shots back. Uh, and it was just like, um, I was just, it was just a song. I was just talking, beat up a blick. All right. November 17th, 2020, you re uh, released The Red. What can you tell fans about this track? That song, The Red, is my uh, my dance. And I freestyled that whole song too. No bull crap. I don't, 85% of my stuff, I don't even, I don't write. I probably wrote like 15%. Um, the Red is a dance by me that I always did. Uh, at first, it was called the wheelchair. I'm not gonna lie, uh, okay. <laughs> but we ain't wanna <laughs> we ain't wanna put that out there and get like canceled before we even right, get yeah. going. I'm like, man, we can just say it's funny because I'm like, it looks funny. It's a wheelchair, it's, you know. Put your knees in front of your body and you know you roll. But um, we just end up calling it the Red because I only me and my cousin did that. Uh, always did that dance. I'm like, I'm gonna go ahead and turn into the uh, to the Red. And it's just put your knees in front of your body and just rock. It's called the red. And everybody rocking with it. Everybody like it. I had a challenge going on it and everything for a little while. Um, I like TikTok. Yep. Okay. Yep. yep. And everybody was rocking doing their little challenges. Hashtag the red. The red challenge. Nice. Nice. Uh, so then, following up that with December 9th, twenty twenty, you released "Don't Give a Damn." Is there anything you want to add to this song or its creation? Oh. Uh, don't give a damn was just about like literally what it what it sounded like. Um, people was talking, people was hating, uh, cause not only was I doing music, I was doing other things, and everybody had something to say. And I'm like, man, y'all ain't paying me, y'all ain't paying my bills, so I don't give a damn about nothing y'all talking about. Cause this is what's cutting them checks, so y'all keep it moving. Like that's literally what Definitely. the song was about. Like I don't give a damn. December 7, 2020, you released a remix to 50 Cent's Wangsta, and it was, uh, I guess, a diss track here as well. It, um, <laughs> you glided over the beat, honestly. Uh, everybody liked that song. It was about, uh, I'm going to say Queen Yellow. I ain't going to say, then, okay. maybe you'll know who I'm going to say Queen Yellow because I know you, so <laughs> you can't get that, 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 the king from me, you know what I'm saying? But Queen Yellow, um, uh, this dude, another, like I said, same dude that beat up a blick was about um, him mm. and uh, the uh, dude Fendi Boy um, from Chicago or whatever. Uh, like I said, I know Queen Yellow personally. Like, it, it's not even music, but he want to try to act like it's music. It was like, you know, we, I've been, we've been had this from, you know what I'm saying, a long time ago. But I ain't on that with him no more, though. Like, they pushing peace now, and I'm, I'm rocking with that. Like, everybody pushing peace now, but. I would just let him know, like, if you want to, we can we can do that. And then he had made put a challenge out about putting the guns down and boxing for ten stacks. And I'm like, accept my offer up on the track, like maybe this will get your attention. But he was more so chasing the clout and the fame. Mm -hmm. And plus, I really know him, so he wouldn't want to really face nobody. He really he really know he really do the guys he paid the image for. You know what I'm saying? Gotcha. But that's neither here nor there. 
Uh, then closing out 2020, December 28th, you released Ride From... Uh, is it Me or Me? Just Ride me? From Me. Ride From Me, okay. Uh, now, the cover art is shared with a few of your other tracks uh, that you would release. It looks like it's for a project, but they're released as separate, separate singles. Um, the cover is a vinyl disc with some headphones and a cassette tape with oh, it yeah. with Music it's, Is My is Therapy. My therapy. Vol- Volume one. I still, I'm still my release that track. I still my release that EP. Uh, music is my therapy. Volume one. Rap for me was pretty much. Uh, I freestyled that. I promise you, like I'm, I'm, I want y'all to test me. That's watching this. Like he thought about freestyle. Put a put a beat on when I'm right there. Cause I'm Mister Don't Waste No Beats. If you start beating on the table, whatever, I'm gonna make something right there while you doing that. I promise you. But um, you can hit a bottle in a booth too. Like that's not sound fair. Y'all had a wine bottle drunk. That track came on was one of those I caught. That was that's one of the very few I caught while the song was recording. And I was singing about my wife. And I was just shouting, "You gonna ride for me?" Like I was really just like that, and and it worked. That's what it was, and it's a hit. It's actually a hit. And I put it up on a project. I put that up on um, my project, All Sides of Love. Actually, mm-hmm. I re-released that, and I'm getting a whole lot of positive feedback up on that track still right now. Yeah, uh, the next tracks that were also released with the same cover art, uh, Don't Fuck With, and That's the Difference, Turn My Savage Up, We On Now, and Let It Bang. It was released between January 16th and March 1st of 2021. What can you tell us about these tracks or kind of that project as a whole there? Um, like I said, I still might release that release that EP, um, Music Is My Therapy, because that was, that. I mean, music really is my therapy, but... Uh, no, that was going to be up on my project. Music is my therapy. Turn my savage up. A lot of those, I'm going to still do videos to, too, that's coming because I get a lot of positive feedback on them songs. Still, like, all my music got, like, 13 to 14, 20,000 strings without me even promoting, like, Turn My Savage Up for one of them. Uh, all, all my music is different. You know what I'm saying? Everything is different. I was coming with something different. Uh, I try my best not to sound like everybody out here. Um... That's what I really did with those songs. All of them songs were super different. It was something for everybody on all of them. That's why I was called Music Is My Therapy because it was going to be therapeutic for anybody who would have heard it, listened to it. Uh, the Difference is my favorite one up out of all of those. It's a video to that up on um, YouTube, 22,000 views. I think The Difference got like 17,000 streams uh, overall on Spotify. That's one of my favorite ones up off that track. Y'all should check that out. But uh, yeah, they was going to all be up on my project, Music Is My Therapy. I still might release that, but those songs is out for y'all enjoyment. Y'all can still yeah. go check them out for sure. And they definitely go crazy, like on all platforms, right? On all platforms, yeah. all platforms. SoundCloud too. If y'all don't, if y'all can't afford the other, you know what I'm saying? I put them on SoundCloud for y'all. Uh, you would release. Uh, looks like your debut project. So you said these were all EPs, but on uh, August twentieth, twenty twenty one, music in my head, volume one. It has seven songs on the track list, including where you been at, safe zone, my. Um, Message to my granny, where when we fucking uh, do them like that, music in my head. What should your fans know about this that debut? E- that clip? EP, that EP is banging. That's a um, that's a series I'm about to start. I'm, I'm gonna do a music in my head volume two, music in my head volume three. I don't know where I'm gonna stop at, but I'm gonna do I'm gonna start a series with that because um, I actually the only song is where you been at that I freestyled up on that one, but I wrote like. Every, I actually sat down, took time. I woke woke up in like three o'clock in the morning with ideas and like, oh, I want to forget that, like, and wrote them down. So that was like really, that was really music in my head. That was really music in my head, just like the song was. That was really music in my head. So that's that's a real heartfelt one for me. And it did numbers too. That that whole entire EP did like sixty thousand streams. 
collectively. Yeah, it looks like it did pretty good on there. Uh, you would release your second EP on Halloween of 2021 titled 1031 DAEP. Or is it Da EP? The EP. Da yeah. EP, okay. Um, it has seven songs as well, including I Did, Thoughts in My Head, Hustle, Motherfucking Hustle, um, Talk My Shit, Freestyle, Don't Ask, Let It Bang, and On The Block. What can you tell us the, about this Halloween EP? That motherfucking bang too, though, low-key. I'm still promoting. I'm still I just promote, saw, yeah, you promoted that. I'm still that promoting that because that, that joint bang, and I'm still finna do videos to all those. Like I said, you know what I'm saying? Like we said, like... Put that old stuff out there because it's longevity and people still rock with them songs. But mm -hmm. uh, I had uh, I had features from uh, my boy Stony up on there, up on the um, on the talk my shit freestyle free seven hundred Stony man. He coming home real soon. It's going down when he do. Um, that was that one. Okay, now that one was freestyle too because Stony freestyled and he was like he was doing his bar for bar. He kind of inspired me. I'm like man, I gotta do it too. He just did it so. We went, we went bar for bar up on there on the freestyle tip. That was freestyle too, but kind of wasn't because it was like we just punching in, you know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? So I, I really don't consider it freestyle, but it, it was like organized freestyle, let's say that, because we was punching in on that one. Um, that EP though, that EP is really, it got the Halloween vibe too. Like when you listen to the first three tracks, it kind of got like a dark feel, like thoughts in my head. And uh, and I did got like that, 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 <laughs> like you, you, you kind of hit it. I heard that when I listened to them tracks. Although they're not up on a, up on an EP, I heard that. I'm like, I'm gonna make this a little Halloween EP because it's more, more dark and I'm on some more gruesome kind of stuff up on this one. So yeah, that and that joint bang. Y'all should go check that out. 1031 the EP and it's coming back around. So y'all might yeah, go on and right listen on the to it for real. Like every track on that bang. And shout out to my boy. Jay Meta, uh, that on the block. I had to put that song on there out there. That's my brother who passed, who I got around my neck. You know what I'm saying? Meta World Forever, uh, from Old Block as well. You know what I'm saying? He came up to visit. Long story short, he uh, things happened, but we was about to start the label, start everything. That's why I go so hard for him, and he never he even got a chance to put a song out. So I put that up on an EP for him, and that song collectively by itself got like 13,000 streams. I know he had. Wow. That is out, you know what I'm saying? I'm making sure it's OG and I'm get the proceeds from that. Uh, so when you go into the booth, do you have a process when you create a song? You say you kind of freestyle everything or maybe punch in, but kind of just average song. How's it going? Um, the average song? I usually just, I man, I really don't got no pride here to beat. And I try to come up with the hook first. Sometimes, very seldom, I'll, I'll come up with the, the verse first, and that's if I'm in my zone freestyling, and I just want to keep that when I freestyle, then I try to come up with a hook after that. I don't really think I got a process. It's just like, whatever it is what it is when I go up in the booth. I don't, I'm, I'm trying not to sound like, like it ain't that easy. Like, I ain't trying to sound cocky, nothing like that, but I really don't got a process. It's just like whatever mood and mode I'm in, I don't got no certain way I put a song down because I mainly do freestyle. You know what I'm saying? But when I do, I'll just go in the booth and play the beat. Okay, okay, I guess you could say I go in the booth, play the beat, put the headphones on, and I'll press record. And if I come up with a hook and I like that hook, okay, boom. Now I'm finna uh, freestyle after this hook because I know when the, when the verse is coming up. So I'm gonna freestyle. I like my verse after that. And that's how it usually go. That's so when you're freestyling, do you ever hit like a block or something where it's like you just nothing's coming to it? Do you have any, like, I guess my next question would be, do you have any ways that you like get over that initial like block or you're stepping in the booth for the yeah, first I, time of the day? Um, I'll stop and be and come back to it. 
like I ain't gonna I ain't gonna mess up and try to like I'm like I'm gonna wait till I feel it again because I want that same because I'll try to go again and again I'm like I ain't get locked at first and I try to be like persistent and consistent and keep going I'm like ah it's gone I can't I'm like I ain't gonna even mess with that track like that I'm gonna come back to it like mm -hmm. so I'll just come back to it I'll just come back to it by hitting block okay um, so I know we initially said early on you had some removed tracks or some that weren't on, um, but I guess prior to that point, did you have any tracks that you had removed from your discography, maybe up on SoundCloud, Spotify, and then why if you did? Um, it was one I had removed, uh, one, one got removed because I trusted a, a person who said he was going to promote and they got me bot streams and mm -hmm. they was like, we snatching this down, and, and if you do it again, we snatching your whole profile down. So that's another reason why I got into promoting on my own and learning how to do that stuff on my own. Cause I'm like, I'm not trusting no more of them because. But um, and what was the question? Uh, if you had removed any tracks from oh, your yeah, if I removed any tracks, I did remove a track. Uh, it was called Jump Racing. Um, I had did a track for this uh, racing company out here in, uh, in Wisconsin Dells. It was called uh, Jump Racing. Um, and I was asking him, like, why you not promoting the track or whatever? Uh, and he told me, like, I'm not going to promote your track over my other sponsors. I'm like, but you asked me to make the song for you, you know? So I just took the track down. I'm just going to take it down. So I took it down. And the other one got removed because, like I said, um, I trusted a freaking promoter who came in my inbox like I was just starting. I didn't know. And it was a song, too, for my brother. I was so hurt. And they snatched the song down because they said that they recognized bot streams and they're like, do it again. We're going to flag your whole account. Oh, you can't even make another one. I'm like, whoa. Like, yeah, so artists, be careful with that. Like, trusting those promoters. Like, man, for real, be careful with that because they'll get your a track, hold, your whole stuff flagged and you're going to be... It's gonna be hard trying to get it back up, man. For real. For what? Fifty bucks too. Like, like fifty yeah. bucks. Yep. So, kind of looking in the present now, what does your current studio setup look like? What are you using? Where are you recording at? Uh, right now, I'm actually recording in my bathroom. Um, I got like a little booth set up in my bathroom. It's more professional equipment though, but it's a little booth in my bathroom because I can't really get to a studio. I kind of live like in a, a rural. Spot. It's a desert out here. Yeah, not too many studios yeah, in Wisconsin. Not too many studios. I mean, we got, I got one now because uh, my boy Big Sabo just came back to the Dells. You know what I'm saying? But like, he he got his own thing going on. We got to catch each other. And we catch each other as far as the, the studio stuff mm -hmm. goes. So, but other than that, it's the bathroom and the booth. Got my patent set up. Everything, everything y'all been hearing came right from my bathroom. So, what kind of mic are you using? Or interface? Uh, using Windows or Apple? Uh, I'm using this program called Spire, actually. Spire, okay. Yeah, Spire for Isotope. If that make, uh, y'all ever heard of Isotope? That's what it is. Spire for Isotope uh, on iOS. So it's like mixing for dummies. They like put it up there. If you're a, a rapper who can't mix, they put it up there. Like the the cues is one, two, three, A, B, C. You can see your words, you moving your vocals, everything like. It's, it's, it's simple it's for is us. it free to like, download or is it a it's free to download but then you know the other features cost okay. like the uh, equalizers and uh, the um, sound effects and the mixing program and all that stuff yeah okay do you have any passions outside of music outside of music do I have any passions hmm I don't think I got no passion outside no, music of music all the way I promise you it's music all the way alright I love music what does the average day look like for Red the Rapper? Average yeah. day in the life. Well, I work, so 
I got I to gotta get up, go to work, and I am married. Shout out to my beautiful wife, who's probably tuned in. <laughs> I am married, uh, got a daughter. So, I mean, I got to get up, go to work, come home, go to the store, pay bills, love my wife, love my family. Uh, I don't really do nothing unless it's a show or something. Like, if there ain't no show, I ain't coming outside. If it ain't for promotional uses, I ain't coming outside. For stuff like, like you know, working yeah. like this. I ain't, I mean, ain't no reason to be out there. I ain't coming out there. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a house body. Like, you'll hear me say that in my music too. Like, I would chill in the crib. But I ain't coming outside and do nothing to take care of no business. I'm in the crib with the fam mostly. So, that's what it is. Work, come home, and I go in the bathroom and make a song if I feel it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's literally the day of life. I'm a normal guy. All right. So, jumping ahead a little bit in your music here, uh, June 27, 2022, you would release Yeah, Like That with Big Savo. So, the stream actually, or the song has 42,000 streams. need a video for that too, Savo. Yeah, you're doing pretty good on Spotify with 42,000 streams alone on there. Uh, but this isn't your first track with Savo, just one of the bigger ones. Um, how was it working with him and on this song? How did you guys kind of cross paths? See, now, that's 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 the only dude I probably would do a feature with because he come <laughs> back with the feature right away. Like, right when you want it, he get on business. So... I like artists like that I love working with um, how we came across paths was uh, I had released the song Pogo already up in Wisconsin Dells and it was like making its way around you know what I'm saying and um, people was kept hitting me up on Facebook and seeing me like in the streets or whatever like man you know Savo you know Savo you need to get over Savo you need to get over Savo and I'm like no nah, who the hell is Savo I don't know who this is so I was trying to search him search him search him um, and somehow, how, how did we run into each other? We eventually ran into each other. And I'm like, oh, you saw, he like, oh, you red. We, he, I'm like, man, people been telling me to get up with you. And we said that we was on the same thing or whatever. So we started doing like, uh, he started inviting me out to shows first. And um, yeah, I like that was the first track we actually did. And I heard his song, Sweet Love. Mm. And I like love that damn song. So I'm like, I had Savo up on this, on this other hook. I got him bringing this home. So I sent him that and he sent it back to me right away. like. Right away, I got the beat from my uh, Jamaican homie. His name Benz. You hear him on the intro. He uh, produced the track or whatever. Uh, that's the kind of vibe we was going with with that like reggaeton, little Jamaican vibe for the ladies, for everybody actually. But yeah, that's how that's how that came about. All right. Uh, on July seventh, twenty twenty two, you released "Gotta Stand Ten Toes." What inspired this track? I was going through a lot, uh, dealing with a court case, uh, dealing with some stuff. And I woke up at like three in the morning and my homie sent me this track and I could not go to sleep after I heard it. Like I stayed up to like seven in the morning, like writing to this song. I actually wrote that. I didn't freestyle that. I wrote that and I just put my feelings into everything that I was going through at that time. Like I put my heart and my soul into that. Like I literally talked about some sensitive stuff up on that track about the court case I was dealing with, you know what I'm saying? All type of stuff just uh, contemplating suicide, you know what I'm saying, all that, but music's like, I just did, I would do music, then do that, like, you go listen to the track, you'll hear all that, but yeah, yeah. that was that was one of the real ones for me. Uh, the next track here would gain you some traction with us uh, celebrities looking at it too. Uh, September 9th, 2022, you released Beard Gang. Uh, that was actually a re-release because you released that one a couple years ago, you said. Yeah. Um, but Howie Mandel posted on a social media video of him with a long Mandel. white beard now uh, with your song Beard Gang playing over it. So uh, it was actually mentioned on a major website, uh, like the song was one that I mentioned. You said it was on another one too, but kind of talk to us how you created this song and how did that Howie video make you feel? Uh, first of all, shout out to Howie Mandel for that, man. And I emailed them to try to get up on the show because uh, we got to do something now, bro, <laughs> for real. You got me you got me up now. Um, 
how I created the song, man, I started growing my beard and I wanted to be different. It was around the same time I made uh, this this song, the song Depth of Drill Music. Uh, I was trying to come different, be different. Like I didn't want to write about guns. And I got there. They was like, I bet you won't make a song about your beard, my guys. I'm like, man, I bet you I will. I'm like, and I freestyle the whole thing. I'm like, it's going to be too easy. Like, just get, I'm, I'm going to have a hook. But, um, I, uh, so I just did the song like that and just thought about everybody with beards, thought about it being universal. That's why on the beginning I say, I don't care if you white, black, Asian, persuasion, Arabic, like, if you got a beard, you beard gang. Like, I just wanted everybody to feel it, the world to feel it. And, it worked because I mean it made as a Howie Mandel, that man what sixty four years old, yeah. he rocking out to to Red the rapper, like you know, I'm trying to make timeless music. It made me feel uh, ecstatic, amazing. I was laying down, chilling actually, and <laughs> it's just something I do all the time. I Google my name just to see what's gonna pop up, yeah. and I was laying down with my wife, and we was laying down watching uh watching we was Netflix and chilling. Matter of fact, watching Netflix, and I'm like I scrolled. I'm like AGT Howie Mandel. I'm like whoa. I jumped up. She's like, what's wrong? I'm like, I think you said Howie Mandel played my song. She's like, what? And I saw a whole article written and his Instagram. He was at the AGT uh, backstage walking out playing my song Beer Game. And he put a fake beard on to do it too. Is so, that a real beard? No, that, that wasn't weird. That wasn't oh, real. Oh, they got me. I so, thought that was a real beard. So, that, they wrote it up in an article. It was like, you know, it was big of him to do that because he a germaphobe. You know what I'm saying? Like, he don't even usually do stuff like that. So, he put it on just to rock out to my song, which is even bigger. Like, he heard the song. Like, I got to put a beard on just to do it. And I think. That's why. I think. Now, this is my theory. Listen, okay. I was telling my producer, Kenny, this. I'm like, bro, what if he listened to my song first, right? And thought he had a beard because he had a goatee he was growing, right? Mm -hmm. At the end of the song, I say, no goatee gang, but no shade, though. I'm like, what well, we heard this song? That part, like, shit, I can't. <laughs> and when it found the beard, like, I literally say, no goatee gang, but no shade, though. Like, <laughs> it's still kind of a beard, but it's not. I'm like, what well, we heard that part? That's crazy. Like, I got to go find a beard now to do it. <laughs> like, man, uh, dude, you know? <laughs> fooled me. I thought that was a real beard. I was like, yeah, you look yeah, decent Yeah, go read the article. Yeah. He, he took it off in the next the next video he made. It was off his face. And That's wild. Like, That's even know. crazier than That's what I'm like, saying. Like, picked he your song and did... Man, shout out to Howie Mendel, bro. You Damn. put me on. You got beer game going up, too. Also, we're going to talk about that. You said you hit him up. Uh, Howie, uh, and you got some tickets to go to... Yeah, I actually got some tickets. Uh, they emailed me some tickets to go be in the audience, to be in a taping. But I'm going to go, and I'm going to wear a Howie shirt <laughs> when he was wearing my beard. And I'm going to be like, Howie! I'm going to do something, man. We got to do something, man. Cause yeah. You put me out there. I need another shout out of something, bro, because you just co-signed me seriously, for real. That's but crazy. Definitely got some tickets from them that they emailed me back. Cause I tried to go, uh, I tried to go be on the as a contestant. Yeah. And they asked for a video of um, my audition. I just mm -hmm. sent them a video of Howie. <laughs> I'm like, he used my song. Yeah, I got so. a recommendation. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I sent them. So. Oh yeah. damn. Um, so then uh, moving on here, eight days later, you on September 17, 2022, you released whole lot of bullshit. What can you tell us about this track? Um, whole lot of bullshit is just about uh, and I got a whole lot of bullshit part two coming out um, yeah. and it's gonna be up on my album with uh, my boy Cypher Sick nice. from Chicago he out here going crazy right now shout out to Cypher Sick man your whole camp uh, um, whole lot of bullshit is pretty much like if you're an artist um, and you coming up like in this game and you in this game um a whole lot of bullshit go come with it. Like you're gonna lose friends, you're gonna find out motherfuckers ain't really rock with you like that, like you're gonna relationship issues, it's gonna just be a whole lot of bullshit come with it, but you gotta keep going. No matter what, you gotta keep grinding and need you gotta rap about the whole lot of bullshit that's happening to make it keep going, like you just gotta keep pushing no matter what, like but just know a whole lot of bullshit come with it. You gotta mm -hmm. be ready to take all them punches and all them kicks 
and everything because it ain't gonna be easy. Like you're gonna lose a lot of friends, family, money, a lot. Like you're gonna make a lot of money at first. You know what I'm saying? You're gonna make a lot of money all the time. You're gonna make no money all the time, but. If this is what you really want to do and you ask for it, you got to keep pushing. You got to keep fighting. That's true. That's true. Uh, you would release your first uh, body of work uh, music release in 2023 with a four-song EP titled All Sides of Love. Uh, some songs include Yeah, I Like That, Ride For Me, Fake Love, and Still With You. So two of the tracks were pre-released on the CP and the two were unreleased. So kind of talk to us why you included the two tracks and uh, what does this EP mean for you? It was originally um, it was originally an EP that me and uh, Big Savo supposed to do together and like you know that was, that was another another like side of the feature for like people slow up projects. But I wanted to release an EP about you know what I'm saying all sides of love. We talked about it. Um, and we just gonna release an EP about like showing like the good side, the bad, cause everybody only show the good side and the making love side. Like we wanna show all sides of love. So it was gonna be an EP for Valentine's Day, which I did drop for Valentine's Day for the lovers, for the people, um, which actually did good too. Uh, it was just about relationships, like all sides of it. You know what I'm saying? Like the good, the good, the bad, the ugly, you know what I'm saying? The, the great. You know? Yeah, there's many shades of it for sure. Yeah, so that's why that's why it was called ASOAR. I might do a volume two of that too, just because Valentine. I might do one every Valentine's Day <laughs> just to show. I mean, because I mean, every time it changed every year. Yeah. Every year it changed. You, you know get new saying? perspectives. Yeah. New perspective. You learn something new every, especially if you're in a relationship. Or if marriage. you're not, you're doing it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, right. So March 28th, 2023, you released uh, Whole Time. Is there anything you want to add to this track? Uh, that's going to be on my album, actually. Uh, Whole Time, uh, Murder, Murder, and Confiscated is going to be on the album um, Worth the Wait by Red the Rapper. Okay. Yours truly. 11-22-23. Uh, Remember that. Um, Whole Time was a uh, heartfelt, heartfelt joint. If you go listen to it, you'll hear it. It was just pretty much saying, like, uh, the whole time you've been hating on me. Like, you wait to be mad at me to tell me that you thought my music was trash, but, you know what I'm saying, like, just a, a homie who switched sides on me, you know what I'm saying, somebody who switched sides on me, and it, and it hurt me, and like, I ain't gonna lie, I ain't gonna see him say it didn't hurt me, it hurt me, so I had to do something about it, and I went to what I know best, my music, because music is my therapy, it's my journal, it's my diary, you know what I'm saying, so I went and just put it up on the track, and that's another one of my, my hard, my hard hitting, uh, my hard hitting joints got like thirteen thousand uh, streams, I think now. Yeah, it's going crazy. Yep. Uh, so May second, twenty twenty three, in collaboration with Buck Fitty Diddy, uh, you Shout released Murder Buck Murder. Diddy. How is it working with Buck? And is there anything you want to add to this track? That's my nigga uh, from Chicago, man. We from the same hood. Uh, we linked up through uh, through the bond and the love we had for my boy Jay Meta uh, when he passed or whatever. You know, sharing his picture online and. She saw how much love I had for him. I thought y'all was real close, and I seen how much love they had. So she had for him, but um, I had went to visit Chicago, and um, when I went to visit Chicago, I called I called Diddy up and what's up, what you on? And Diddy like, man, I just got four hours of studio time. Go ahead, meet me down there. Ooh, I met met him, met him down there. We did out there. This uh, murder, murder was produced by my boy Ryan J. Everything that you heard too. Probably like my last seven tracks that that came out was produced by my boy Ryan J. All the way over there in the Philippines. That's a nothing but family producer who I did sign for show for show. Um uh and I put the track on, we freestyled that on um, Murder Murder and it just came on like I don't promote violence, but I swear it was like the first thing that came to my say, mind. It was a little, a little, uh... Yeah, it was kind of <laughs> gruesome and I and I, I'm like I'm gonna put it out because I know it's gonna do numbers because it's so gruesome and so negative and that's why I did put it out too. But um 
it was the first thing that came when I heard that beat. All I heard was murder, 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 kill, kill. Like I'm like, fuck, I don't want to drop this track. I'm like, but it's so hot though. Like I'm like, forget it. We finna just do it, man. But that's uh, that's definitely gonna be up on the album too. That track go crazy. Uh, but it came together like that. I was in Chicago visiting. Then he just hit me up like, man, I got like four to six hours of studio time. Meet me down there. And I ain't finna turn that down. I went down there. We turned right. up. We turned up. Uh, your most recent release uh, is from May 17, 2023, titled Conf uh, Confiscated, uh, featuring Young DJ. How was it working with him? And then is there anything you want to have the listener know about this track when they go listen to it? Oh, yeah. Young DJ came ready, man. He's uh, courtesy of Checkmate Music Group, man. Shout out to Young DJ, man. He's doing his thing. DBA, you know what I'm saying? Uh, uh, he actually came to that session. Uh, we did that with the, at the Murder Murder session. Oh, yeah? He actually came to that session. I called him up because I have been sent him a track or whatever, like, probably like two weeks prior and I happened to be in Chicago. So uh, I called like, bro, I got some studio time. Why don't you come down? We can do this track. Like, cause I told you I like to be in the studio and vibing and then you think that that collaboration was crazy. Like we was in the studio together. We vibed together. We was chilling and the vibe was right. And it was, it was just about like letting y'all know that we here to take it now. Like forget the labels. We ain't worried about no labels no more. No big label. We learned this. We figured it out and we signed ourselves. Now we finna just we demanding a spot on top. We finna confiscate it. We finna take it straight up. Yeah. Uh, so, do you think you found your sound, or are you still developing it? I think I'm still developing it. Um, I, I, uh, I heard, I heard uh, Lil Uzi. Shout out to Lil Uzi Vert, man. Uh, he said something that stuck. That stuck, I saw real. He was like, they like, why do you think you keep, you know, what I'm saying, going, doing what you're doing, how you keep being successful? He was like, I don't stop trying. Mm. And I'm like, shit, I'm like, that's, that makes so much sense. Don't stop trying different stuff. Don't stop trying something something different every time. Try a different sound. Try a different flow. Try a different, you know what I'm saying, uh, tempo. Try just try just try something different. Like, try a different genre if you got to. Like, I don't stop trying. I still don't think I found my sound. That's why I, I really am still searching for my sound, believe it or not. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you never stop trying. You never know what you're going to find. I mean, yeah. it is a good way to live it. Uh, so kind of talking now about freestyling. You said you freestyle a lot of your music um, and heard stories actually from Koki MC, um, your performance at the Best of Wisconsin Cypher. So how did you kind of start instead of writing, just freestyling and um, have you, um, ooh, you know like what? time to freestyle? Man, listen, I, I, I remember my very first freestyle. Yeah. I was in fifth grade, no bull crap. I remember my very first freestyle. Um, how I started freestyle. This is how I started freestyling. This guy Frank Watson. His name is uh is Nitty now. I believe he rapping stuff now too and producing everything. His name Nitty. Um, I started freestyling because he was like, "Hey, you want to rap?" And they had a radio. We was in fifth grade at free time. They had two radio. They had a recorder, <laughs> and then they had a radio playing an instrumental. And people was talking in the background. He like, "Man, just freestyle." I'm like, "Man, let's freestyle." He like. Just say whatever come to your mind and listen to the track. This is my very first time ever freestyling. I swear that's when I knew like I'm just gonna freestyle. I'm, I'm I'm freestyling all the time because my very first rap was so raw to me, bro. Like and I remember, uh, and it was off the um uh, me and you, Outcast, yo, my oh. man, your cousin too. He was yeah. in fifth grade, and I'm like, all right, go. So he went first, and I saw what he did. I'm like, all right, just just come whatever come to my head. I'm like, okay, I'm gonna do it, and I and I did that, and ever since then, I'm like. I'm just gonna try that every time, like cause I feel like it worked. I was I was super comfortable doing that. I'm way more comfortable freestyling than I am writing. Okay. Do you do you ever write things down? Like maybe you have something coming to mind. You're like, I want to remember that for later, or is it everything's off the top? The always? most I, the most I write down is a hook. 
I want to remember a hook. As long as I got the hook, I got the concept. I'm going through the house all day, going mm. to work all day, walking all day. I'm with the guys, or I'm probably chilling with him all day, still thinking about this song. Like what I'm gonna put to or the concept I want to go for. And then once I got the concept, I'm gonna go freestyle. It's over with. Okay. Where do you find your instrumentals for songs? Um, uh, recently, I was going on YouTube and emailing the guys. Uh, to lease the tracks or whatever for my a lot of my earlier stuff is just it was lease tracks uh, and I just start getting the um, the full masters for it because you can do so much more as far as performing and everything with it um, definitely but at first it was YouTube now I got my own producer like I said shout out to Ryan Jade all the way in the Philippines he hooked me looked me up and found me up on Instagram um, the first track he sent me I believe was still with you. And I heard Dylan, and I'm like, and I started hearing all his stuff. I'm like, man, this dude is cold, and just got up with him from there. So uh, he been my main producer since since um, probably like a year now. He said from the Philippines. Yeah, he from the Philippines. Ryan J, look him up, up on. Uh, I tag him all the time. Look him up on uh, Instagram. R Y A N J A D E. Just like that, Ryan J. Tell okay. him Red the rapper sent you. And now I get my beats from uh, my producer, uh, my personal producer, Kenny. K Park, you know what I'm saying, Krypton Enterprises, but yeah, mainly him and Ryan J right now. First I was going to YouTube, but now I got my own people. Do you get like custom made beats then or like yep. this is what I'm yep. Okay, yep. that's I think a next step for yep. a lot of artists. I got like I probably got like a thousand beats from him, bro, that he sent to my email and I swear every last one he don't send me no whack no whack track, like every last one of them probably he always send me packs, like every two days he send me packs. No more Nice. So I'm definitely coming with some. I'm definitely coming with some. I got so many beats. So who are some of your favorite artists to work with? Um, to work with? I want to say uh, it's really the artists I got the songs with right now. I don't really feature. I don't really try to do too many features with too many people. So if I do a feature with you, I really rock with you. Like, mm. for real, for real. Like, and a long way if I do a feature. Because that's my time. That's my everything. Like, you know what I'm saying? That's, so, uh... Really, everybody I did something with, like it's, I got a personal relationship with everybody I did a track with. No okay. bull crap, like that's a good it, way to was, do it, yeah. it was just no like, oh, we met each other and then that's what came about. Like I got a personal relationship with everybody that's on the song with me. So my people is my favorite artist to work with. That's doing what I'm doing. That's rocking with me. That's supporting me. That's 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 close to me. That's with me. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. So if you could share advice with your younger self when you were first starting in your music career, what would you want to share? Man, I say this all the time. Go learn the business, bro. If I would have learned the business and what I know now, back then when I was younger, the world would know who we, like the world, like it'll be P. Diddy status. I promise you. I promise you if I knew what I knew now. But I mean, better late than never. And right. never late is better. So it's all good. I'm here. I'm here now, but if I could go back, I want to say to the jacket jean boots days when I was with GMB Craze, not even that far back when I started getting a little more serious in it because we had Def Jam scouting us and everything around mm -hmm. that time. That video was out too. Uh, I might re-release that. It was a song called Jacket Jeans Boots because it was getting cold outside in Chicago and that's all we was rapping about, our jacket jeans boots, and it really hit too. Um, but uh, if I can go back, yeah, I tell myself, learn the business, forget these labels a long time ago. That's like, a good, good advice. Uh, is there anything you want the listener to take away from your music? Uh, just take away whatever you need to take away from it. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, when I made uh, 
when I made gotta stand ten toes, you know what I'm saying? Take away whatever you need to take away from it. If it made you feel better when you when you walk when you stop listening to it, that's good. If it turns you up, that's good, you know what I'm saying? I also want you to take away that I'm different. I'm not trying to be like everybody else. If you really listen and hear my music, you will hear that. Like my music is different, my 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 cadence, everything. Like I don't try to rap like everybody, I don't try to do what everybody do. I try to come with something different because I know I know what's going on out here, you know what I'm saying? We know what's going on out here. Yeah. Uh, so we're going to look at your social medias a little bit here, starting with Facebook, your bio reads, new page artist, uh, CEO of Nothing But Family Entertainment, born and raised south side of Chicago, business owner and content creator, Nothing But Family. How would you say that you use your Facebook for like pushing your music and stuff like that? I think I, 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 think I use it pretty well. Facebook and their social media period is a great platform to break new artists. That's why y'all don't need labels too. Again, like y'all got social media you can break new artists easily like mm -hmm. way easier uh, Facebook is my main thing um, to use like you said uh, you read it was a new page I'm kind of salty because my first page got taken down I had way more followers but I'm building it back up but I think I use it well I push it uh, I push a lot of music on and promo on Facebook and Instagram so yeah you actually posted that you recently performed at Milwaukee's Mini Fest on your birthday September 16th uh, tell us how that event went Man, <laughs> it was alright. That event went well. Okay, all right. So looking at your Instagram, then uh, you have a few hashtags in your bio that I want to ask you about. Um, hashtag CMNBF and uh, Jetta uh, J Meta Forever. Um, what what are these two hashtags? Uh, CMNBF is Checkmate NBF. Okay. No, it ain't a joke. Uh, just uh just what it sound like checkmate nbf we coming you know what i'm saying be on the lookout you know what i'm saying we got something real big coming uh and jay meta forever is just uh my brother um jay meta like i said we both originally from parkway gardens um i'm not even gonna call it old block we ain't come up with the guys who call it old block we came up with the older guys the bigger guys he went back over there to visit and you know led to his led to his demise but um so we was gonna do music together. So I just want everybody to know his name, know who he is, know who he was. Like what you just did, you asked. Like everybody asked, and I let them know. Like Jay Matter is my brother. His song on the block is out there. I got more songs I'm gonna put out with him too that I got on release from him. Uh, I'm just waiting to to do it. I might do a little EP for him. I might just keep doing singles. Um, but that's what it is. Like Jay Matter, you are gonna see that on every hashtag. Every time I post something on Kevin's about Mother's Day, you are gonna see Jay Matter forever. But that's what it is. Yeah, keep his name alive, definitely. Yeah. Uh, so your first post on your Instagram was from March 17th of this year with a picture of you saluting. So your page was hacked, you started a new one. Why'd you decide this was going to be your first post? Uh, just to let people know that that was my page and, like, y'all ain't stopped me. Like, I thought that salute was just like, like, I'm back. I'm like, back. Like, I'm back. Yeah. Like, y'all ain't stopped nothing. Here I am. Um, it was it was hard starting over, but I had to do it because I had, like, 11.5K followers, but... It is what it is. We're getting it back up there, man. Make sure y'all go follow me. Who not follow me? Just tuned in on this live, man. You know what I'm saying? Red the rapper for real. I am tagged up on the post. You know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? So, uh, but yeah, that's that hit that first one. Let you know I'm back and to let everybody know that it's actually my page and it's me to to add me too. I want them to see my face. So, yeah. Um, you then uh, also posted that you performed at a few concerts. Uh, some of the flyers are posted on your page. Uh, Amir, the tour of the stars, players ball, Alpha Pack, Fourth of July. Uh, bash just to name a few how was it performing at shows this year and then any stories from these 
uh, not too many stories. It was actually pretty good. Uh, like I gained a bunch of new fans at a few shows, like the uh, Players Ball show. I got I made a few contacts there. Um, gained a bunch of fans there. Um, it was fun actually getting out there more because it was more shows to register and get paid for. So uh, it was like more I doing more and more shows every year. So it was actually fun getting out there. No stories really to. Uh, no, not no, it just all went well. Yeah, they all went good. Good. Um, you also performed at the Best of Wisconsin site for, in I think, the past few years here. So kind of tell us about that experience. You said this last one you weren't even supposed to. You just kind of tagged along with Sambo. Yeah, no, I wasn't. Um, I was actually going to the last cypher. Uh, shout out to Lone Wolf. Shout out to Alpha Pack Promotions, man. Um, I was actually going to the other cypher to support. Like, I was going with my boy Sabo or whatever he was hosting. I was just going to vibe out with everybody because I rocked with everybody at the cypher. Um, and... I think somebody dropped out, and I'm like, damn, I should have gone and hop in the cypher. We freestyling anyway, right? Like, I'm I'm freestyle king. Ready to go. Do this. Like, I'm ready. Like, I'm always ready. Um, and they was like, go ahead. You want to get in the red? Go ahead. Forget it. Go and get it. I'm like, I bet. Uh, wasn't prepared. Just walked right in. Uh, they played tracks, and sh- I did what I did. I freestyle came out number three, you know what I'm saying, top three, which I think was pretty damn awesome for a person who wasn't prepared for the, uh, for the cypher who – Yeah. Didn't get the beat because I, I heard the rules that they get the beats before the cypher and they mm. get a chance to write to it. This next best of Wisconsin cypher I'm about to be in though that's coming up. Listen here, listen now. I told that man, do not send me the beats. I say, Rico, do not send me the beats. I'm really coming in freestyle. I'm really coming in for a cypher. I'm old school, but I'm new school, but I got an old soul. So I'm coming for the raw. Like I'm coming to come straight off the top, man. Shout out to Koki. You know what I'm saying? I told you I'm going to start throwing shots, but he's the only one I'm worried about. I ain't going to lie. <laughs> I believe it's going to be us again in the top three for sure. For oh, sure I can that. see that. But I'm going to be number one, Koki. I'm sorry, man. You're going to be number two this time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's going to be fun. I'm going to be a judge yeah. of that event, so I'm excited for that to yeah, see everybody definitely. perform out there. Freestyling, everything. I promise you. No pee and no pad. And I didn't get the tracks. He he haven't sent me the beats, y'all. I promise you. This is another stamp right here. He got the messages, and y'all got this live right here. I didn't get the beats. Yeah, it's coming. coming up pretty soon here, October, oh gosh, was it 14th or? I think it's the 14th. That's my anniversary, so I got my, I got probably got to bring wifey out with me. <laughs> All right, so moving on to your YouTube here, you have 47 videos on the channel, uh, ranging from audio-only videos, music videos, freestyles, and other videos where you're just kind of talking to the mic. Um, your first video uploaded was on July 8, uh, 28th, 2015 for Beard Gang, the unofficial <laughs> video by uh, D Red. So what do you want to add about this music video, like the first video up uh, on there? I had did Beard Gang, like I said, and I, like beer started being a thing around that time. That's when they started coming back around like 2014, 2015. Mm-hmm. I literally went around and just asked strangers with beers, like, hey, bro, say beer game for my video, man. I got a song out. They're like, what? And I played the song for them. They heard the song. They were like, oh, okay, cool. I got you. So it was just me literally running up on a bunch of random people because I wanted to get the song out there because I knew it was catchy and I knew it was a hit. So I wanted to yeah. get the song out there or whatever. And I'm like, I got to put a video out for it now because everybody liked the audio to it. So it was just me on my phone literally running up to people uh hey bro say beer gang whatever rub your beer salute the beer whatever you gotta do like salute the beer gang and they did it for me so that's awesome yeah uh then on september 11 2015 you would release the official music video uh for uh beer gang um so you had the unofficial one and then the official one uh this is a whole this whole song is strictly about my beard and the love i have for my beard so what was the difference between the two videos here uh, that video because it was actually shot in the barbershop and it was at uh, I was working at this place called uh, called Meyer in uh, Evergreen Park Illinois I was doing uh, security there 
And I asked them, can I shoot a video up there in their parking lot and shoot a video uh, in the barbershop while I was getting my beard lined. I was actually getting my beard lined up. Um, that was the difference. I was in the barbershop. It was more professional. That was the difference between the video. The other one was off my phone. It was like off a little app that I was mm. able to edit videos and put it on. And that one was professionally uh, edited and directed by my boy, Trike Surge, who also shoot videos. Uh, and he's a producer. Uh, but, yeah, that was, that, that was the difference in that. I might reshoot it, though, because... I mean, like, I just re-released it, and like I said, how he just pumped me up, so I might do another beer game video, man, you need to come, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, I'll come out and be an extra. For sure, for sure. Uh, so then skipping forward a little bit here, about five years to June 14th, 2020, you released a freestyle uh, to Look Alive with J-Meta, and the description reads, two rappers from Southside Chicago, no pen and no pad. Um, so what kind of inspired you to do this remix? Because I do like the beat for this one. This was one of my favorites. That was all freestyle, too. You can hear it. We was playing. Yeah. It was so much fun. That, um, like I said, that was that, and that's so, that's, that was the last time I saw him. He, that's, he came to visit me in the Dells because he was coming from Minnesota, and he oh, came to the Dells to visit me. And he was like, I'm going to go to Chicago to my niece's graduation or whatever. He had, his mama still lived up in uh, Parkway at the time. Um, and uh, I was just excited. That's the living we like, man, let's get back on this music stuff, bro. We back connected. Like, I've been in touch with him on Facebook, you know what I'm saying, every day talking, inboxing. But we, I haven't seen them, like, in, like, 10 years, you know what I'm saying? But we grew up together in Parkway Gardens mm -hmm. or whatever. We came up. We was in a rap group called The Business, things like that, like, um... The song Let Me See You Juke is actually from when I was 16. That song Let Me See You Juke, uh, I made that song with him. Uh, and um, the Look Alive beat came on. I'm like, man, let's do something together. I'm like, mm, you know, we used to do freestyle. We got together. Let's just go ahead and do it. I'm like, now we can record it. Let's let's record something. Let's do it. Like, and, um, we just was freestyling. Like, we put on a Look Alive beat. We saw that it, was a, uh, it wasn't copywritten, that we could put it out and whatever. Really? So, yeah, it's not copywritten for artists who didn't know that. did not know that. So, I might release that up on my Spotify. Um, so, we put it out there. Um, just having fun, being us. No bullcrap. Freestyling off the top. Literally going up, snowballing off each other. Like, he went, then I went, and then we was literally just having fun. I shot a video to it. The video was straight off the top. We was in our socks up in my room. You saw the booth behind. Like, yeah. We were just having fun. It was the last video I did. Uh, last time I saw my boy, so I'm kind of real, real happy that I got a chance to even do that with him. Um, but, yep, that's how that came about, man. Do you have a favorite music, uh, favorite video on your YouTube channel? My favorite video, uh, to be honest, is The Difference. Um, the one I had shot in my crib is just because, like, it's all me. Like, it's all me. It's, it's just it's just me. Nobody featuring up on that track. Um and it was kind of like like heartfelt like letting you know like i got this i can do this and i'm doing this like i'm focused you know what i'm saying that's the difference like that's one of my slept on songs to me although it's doing numbers it's, to me it's a slept on song though but that's one of my favorite videos okay so we're gonna look a little more into the future here looking five years out where do you want your music to lead you I want it to lead me to like a hundred million dollars if it can. <laughs> <laughs> right, that's ideal. Straight up, uh, I just wanna, I wanna, uh, I wanna build a legacy. I wanna build, I wanna build something with my music. I want you to be able to Google me and still find me, even when after the earth blow up. I want you to still be able to find my music, like he was here. Like I wanna make that timeless music, like for real. That's what I'm trying to do for real. Make timeless music. Uh, so I have now the uh, short-term goals, and I think it's a good opportunity to talk about your upcoming album. But do you have any short-term goals you're working towards currently? I want to I want to do like four thousand units. Like I want to sell like like I don't want to do four thousand strings. I want to sell four thousand 
copies of my album, at least, like at least four thousand. And why why four thousand specifically? Because uh, I mean, if I sell it, it'll be a lot of money for me. Yeah, right though. <laughs> no, but uh, I just want to sell. If I can sell four thousand, I can sell eight thousand. I want to try to see if I can make four thousand. Then I can double that. Like even if I get half of that, if I get two thousand, I'm gonna still go try to double that. Like so, I'm trying to set the goal high. Just to see where I can get and you know what I'm saying, make make myself better. Like yeah. try to compete with myself. Definitely, definitely. Um, so you have the album coming up, uh, the the red album, and what was the ending part of? The red album is uh, worth the wait because the wait. it's been so long. The poetry came out like three times already. <laughs> I wasn't, but I wasn't ready for it to drop. Um, but uh, it's worth the wait. 11, 22, 23, 1, 2, 3, If you pay attention. Um, It'll be out, 13 tracks on there, you know what I'm saying? Uh, produced, uh, I got some produced by my man Kenny up on there. Uh, he did most of the um, production, but he got a track on there that he produced um, called uh, Verse for Hook, Going Crazy. Um, most production from Ryan J, my boy Ryan J, and I got uh, a sample on there from uh, Minister Society, the Straight Up Menace Freestyle. That's another one that I freestyle off the top, but it's heartfelt, go crazy. Uh, Drop me 11, 22, 23. I'm going to say it every time you see me. Like, every time you see me, I'm like, 11, 22, 23. They're like, what up, Ray? 11, 22, 23. <laughs> then I'm going to start talking to you. Um, so, I guess, is there anything people should anticipate with this album dropping? Is it going to have... Um, it's going to be it's gonna be me, raw. Um, you're only going to get uh, two re-releases on there. That's going to be um, Pogo and Flex on like, Biceps. Like I said, it only makes sense to re-release those songs because, I mean... They doing amazing still right now, and it's, it's, it was just a smart business move for for me, I think. Um, and you getting eleven new tracks from me, but you getting me raw, rugged. Uh, there's some personal tracks up on there, a couple of personal ones on there. Um, uh, no harmonizing, no singing. It's just all rap, straight up. Like we we spit, I'm spitting bars. You gonna know real. And I wrote a couple of tracks up on there too. So, all right, all right. Uh, so kind of get into some hypotheticals here assuming all the necessities are included like food water all that uh, What three items would you want to bring on your tour bus to keep you occupied? I need weed Okay, for one uh, I need some watermelon Red Bull Watermelon Red Bull, okay <laughs> <laughs> I don't know stay, if I've tried that Gotta stay ready man and when you drink it trust me You gotta have a date before you drink it though have a girl with you. Okay. All right. That's all I'm gonna say <laughs> Probably just gave away my secret by saying that. <laughs> Red Bull, give me a check, man. I'm telling y'all, I'm be sponsor us. I'll be promoting y'all, bro. Like, man, the watermelon specifically, man. Uh, I need the watermelon, Red Bull, or water. You know what I'm saying? Something to keep me hydrated. Yeah. Uh, weed for sure. And I'm going to need uh, PlayStation 5. PlayStation 5. All right. Are you playing a game specifically or just a couple of them? Um, the new UFC, 2K. Call of Duty, Grand Theft, and Fortnite. Okay, that's a solid selection there. Um, so you are gifted one free feature from any artist currently alive. Who would you want to collab on a song with? Don Trip. Don Trip. Yeah. What kind of song would you want to make? Uh, the song that we be making, the song that he be making. Um, something real, you know what I'm saying? Something for something for the for the real hip hop heads. Hip hop, raw, rugged. Probably get money, some get money type stuff. On the real. Right. Gotta be done trip though. It's definitely a short term goal, man. Shout yeah. out to Don Trip, man, the Gorilla family, man. And the Chatham. <laughs> Alright, so do you have a dream venue you would want to perform at? A dream venue, Lane Center. 
Which one? The United Center in United Chicago. Center. Okay. My hometown. Even if I got to open up out there. Yeah, that'd still be crazy to open yep. up with there. Yep. All right. What genre of music would you create if it wasn't rap music? Hmm. If it wasn't rap, I probably would have created uh, probably alternative. Because I'll be leaning towards that a lot. Probably alternative music. Okay. So uh, I have this one specifically, mostly Wisconsin artists come in. Um, but I'm going to ask you, if you were the governor of Wisconsin and you had the power to change one thing in the state, what would you want to focus on? Uh, legalized marijuana. That's a popular <laughs> one. That's a popular answer. The first thing. Day one. The very first thing. Day one into the office. Um, bro, I had a paper on my desk. I'm saying I'll sign it. it. Stamp it, rubber stamp, whatever you need. Straight up. If you could point to one of your songs to listen to after this interview, what song would you direct them to? Hmm. That's a good question. Uh, uh, my favorite song right now, though, man, I'm, I'm finna shoot a video to it. It's The Steal With You, uh, the one I had made about my wife because it's real. Um, it's heartfelt. It's so real. It's off the ASOL, uh, All Sides of Love. But uh, I'll say, go listen to Steal With You. Like, just to do that. And that way you'll get the type of artist I am. Go listen to Steal With You. So right, Go do it right after this. Uh, so as we approach the end of the show, I have one more question for you, and that's what separates you from the rest of the pack. I'm in my own lane, man. I'm different. I'm definitely different. I know a lot of people say it, but I'm definitely different. Like, you can go listen to my music and see that I am different. Like, I don't rap about nothing nobody rap about. I don't rap about nothing that I'm not doing. I don't rap about having a lot of money because I don't got it yet. I don't rap about driving no fancy cars unless I'm saying I'm dreaming about it. Like, I just, I keep it real. I keep it raw. I keep it rugged. I'm... I'm not rapping about nothing that I'm not doing. Like, I'm not going to encourage you to do nothing that I'm not that I, that I shouldn't be doing. Like, I got songs about stacking and investing. I actually got my own business. I actually stack. I actually invest. I actually got stock. So I, I'm <laughs> doing what I'm doing. That's what separates me from the rest of them. Like, I'm living how I live off my blue app for real. Like, everything in my music is me. Well, now as we're at the end of the show here, I want to give you the mic for about five minutes. If you got anything you want to shout out, anything we missed. Um, let us know what's going on. You got the floor. Uh, I just want to shout out, man. Everybody that's rocking with me, man. Everybody that's been rocking with Red, man. Showing me support. Showing me love. Uh, I promise to keep going, man. Make sure y'all follow me on all platforms, man. Just go Google, like I said, R-E-D-D-T-H-E-R-A-P-P-E-R. -E -E you know what I'm saying? Red the Rapper. Everything going to pop up, man. Um, you can book me, man. Holler at your boy, man. You can do Instagram. You can holler at my booking. It's up on my Instagram as well. You know what I'm saying? Read the Rapper Booking. Um, that's literally what it is at gmail.com. Read the Rapper Booking at Gmail. Uh, shout out to my wife. Shout out to uh, to all my people, man. Shout out to my producer. Shout out to my, um, uh, oh, man, everybody. Everybody I'm rocking with, man. Shout out to Checkmate Music Group, man. Shout out to... Uh, Man, everybody that's rocking with me, I can't even think of everybody right now, man. Cause I'm, you know, I guess I'm on the spot, but <laughs> right though. Shout yeah. out to everybody, man. CW Hip Hop for having me, straight hey, up, thank man. You. Yeah, uh, definitely go give him a follow. Check out his album when it drops. That's going to be November 22nd. Uh, the Red Album. Yes, coming soon. Sooner than you think. I can't believe it's already the end of September. Shit's been flying. Uh, but yeah, this has been episode 120. Uh, we will be back next week. Got a couple of 
going away announcements here. But yeah, we'll be back uh, two weeks with uh, David Lopez, who's coming for his interview. Thank you so much for making it in for your interview. I do appreciate sure. you. I know it was kind of a rocky there in the beginning, but you made it in on the right time. So I'm definitely appreciative of that. Um, thank you too. Duality is my thing. <laughs> It's it's a it's a lost trade for a lot of people sometimes. Yeah, it's just like thing. I try to make the shows on time. I respect everything. that. Thank you to Hollywood Recording Company so much. Uh, thank you to Chop Shop Barbershop, Garky Global, uh, Hollywood Entertainment. Appreciate you guys so much for helping make all these interviews possible. Patreon listeners to your uh, Patreon listener tears. Tracy, Sub Music Boss, DK. Appreciate you guys so much. If you want to join them, go to Patreon.com/slash/CWHH to join today. Uh, we do have our new music post that is going to be coming out tomorrow. We got the playlist that we update as well with that. So make sure you guys check that out. Links are in our bio on Instagram. David Lopez in, coming in October 8th. A uh, ton of concerts you guys want to check out as well. Go to cwhiphop.com slash concerts. Make sure you follow us on Facebook, Instagram at cwhiphop. Follow me on Facebook, Instagram at bvnc925. Make sure you guys go follow Red. Uh, got him tagged on all of our stuff as well. We're going to be signing the shirt, taking some pictures, and yeah, we'll be getting you back on the way. So... Thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you so much for coming in. Uh, definitely uh, had a good time talking about your music and everything you got going on. So, so. We'll be back uh, next Sunday, though, 5 p.m. See you then. Peace.